This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 739, Why the Speaking Examiner Thinks You're Inappropriate. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll find out why one real speaking examiner gets annoyed every Saturday and learn what you definitely shouldn't do on your next IELTS test. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Jessica, what's going on? What is going on? We just had an awesome camping trip. Yeah. Do you know what the Oregon Trail is? I do. Well, it was a famous game that kids used to play when yeah. we were kids, right? Discovery and going west, the story of exploration of the west. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now, I doubt many of our listeners have heard of this, but like every American person knows yeah. that it was a video game. If you're like our generation, we all played this game. But guys, it's a real thing. The Oregon Trail, I'll just give you a short little history lesson, guys. Um, in like a couple hundred years ago, right? Like before we, before all the white people were out here in the West, mm-hmm. um, there was a trail that people took from St. Louis, Missouri to the Oregon coast. And yeah. this is like the trail that everyone traveled in order to discover discover the West and start new land, uh, farms, whatever. Um, And so James and I went camping on the trail, like the for real trail. You could actually walk on it. There's a piece of it that's been preserved and it hasn't been changed at all. It's just untouched, right? And nobody really like knows it's there because we were like really in the middle of nowhere. Um, So it's not like a busy tourist place where we were at. So like nobody walks on this thing. Um, Yeah, but it's a for real trail, guys. You could see the the ruts in the road, the divots Mm. that the wagons made hundreds of years ago. Like they're still there. Interesting. Oh, I love the story of the Western exploration. It's so interesting. And and I love the West in general. So (laughs) that's great. So you guys are in the U.S. Maybe you live on the West Coast of the U.S. Definitely check that out. Get to know the Oregon trail and learn about the history of of people moving west in the U.S. Really fascinating. Yeah, it cool. is fascinating. Like just the, gosh, the strength and the determination and the mm. hardship that people went through. Oh, yes. man, just wow. amazing stories. Anyway. Yeah. And good stuff and, and stuff we want to know so that maybe if something comes up on IELTS, who knows? Yeah, totally. Right? We could tie it in somehow. Oh, my gosh. If I heard a candidate mention the Oregon Trail yeah. in one of their answers, I'd be like, mm, I like this kid. This yes. kid's getting a high score. Yeah, for <laughs> 
for sure, for sure. That's so good. That's so good. But today, Jessica, you had a conversation with an examiner, a current examiner. Isn't that right? Yeah. So we are um, in the midst of a series, guys. If if you uh, are just dipping into IELTS Energy, you should be listening to every single episode. Yeah, because <laughs> when every time Lindsay has been on here in the past uh, week, I would say, mm-hmm. we are doing this series on based on my conversations with real examiners. So we are moving on to a, a conversation with a different examiner today. And this is interesting because... His take on the speaking problems that students have, it's a new perspective compared to what the other examiner was saying. Like, these are all reasons why you're not scoring highly. But I I like this because this conversation brought up an, an entirely new perspective that we haven't talked about yet. Okay. And is there a way we can kind of summarize this particular examiner's perspective? Is there one theme today on speaking? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, He was... Uh, he was a little bit annoyed, honestly. <laughs> Talk just like remembering all of these speaking exams he's given because he's like, students, ju- it's just, it's inappropriate. You know, mm. it is the opposite of natural. And that is why, like that sums it up. That is why students are not getting a seven or higher. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. Let's unpack that. Let's go into that. Cool. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Okay. So like um he's had a lot of experiences of students memorizing speaking answers, right? And so oh, no. what was interesting was like um cuz y- you kind of know what questions you might get in part 1. Like it's definitely about like home or work or studies, you know, blah blah blah. So like you if you memorize some cool sounding answers, maybe you sound pretty good in part one, but then you fall apart in part two because you definitely can't know what topic you're going to get and there's nothing you can memorize for part two. So it's like, it's really frustrating for him as an examiner because he's like, hmm, yeah, part one sounded good. I think <laughs> the seven for sure. And then part two rolls around and he's like, oh, it's a five. And yeah. then you get in part three and the person just completely falls apart. Oh, no. Um, And yeah, down to a five. So oh. from a seven to a five over the course of an exam. Right. So the joke is up by the time you get to speaking part two, right? Oh, no. Exactly. This, guys, this is the language test. Why would you spend that time? I'm memorizing. How much time does it take to memorize answers? What if you spent that time understanding what the examiner wants and developing natural practice? (laughs) That would be so much smarter. Put the time into improving your English. Like, don't memorize answers. And I've seen these lists. Students have come to me with lists like this. I know these are out there, guys. If you have bookmarked a page, bookmarked a page that says that has questions and answers and topics and I an idea bank. Oh God, I hate no. idea banks. Do not use anything like that, guys. It is ruining your fluency. It is oh. wasting your time. Like don't. And furthermore, in part one, like say you memorize some answer, right? And you sound great. But then the examiner can also ask you a follow-up question, like why or why not? <laughs> and then you're just completely flummoxed. Like Please. you don't even understand what you just said because you just memorized it. <laughs> exactly. So it's also kind of zapping your confidence. It's like walking with a crutch right. and you don't actually yeah. need it. Then you're not going to be able to walk without a crutch ever, right? You need to do this on your own. But but if you have the right templates, it's not that bad, guys. You just need to prepare the right way. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, we talked about this in the writing episode that we did recently, but it's like there's we give you all we can as teachers, as Three Keys IELTS preparers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But you have to do some of the work yourself, right? Like we've given you examples and language and transition phrases, like all this stuff. But Mm -hmm. you do have to put the work into following the study plan, using good resources, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely, 100%. Wow, memorizing answers, crazy, crazy. Terrible. (laughs) Um, And so here's another thing. I thought this was funny because I I also – um, have heard this. If in part one, guys, if you're looking for a filler phrase, right? Like mm-hmm. some way to introduce your answer, do not say, that's interesting or mm. let me think about that. Mm. Don't say those things in part one. Yeah. First of all, those questions are not interesting. <laughs> and second of all, like they're nothing you have to think about. They're the easiest questions. Yeah. So like if the examiner's like, did you grow up in a house or an apartment? And you're like, hmm, that's interesting. Let me think about that. I'm like, what's wrong with this person's brain? You don't remember? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like students are half preparing. They're hearing that it's a good idea to use that's interesting right. somewhere else, but they're putting it in the wrong place and it's making them sound ridiculous. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's just like same idea behind the memorized answers, right? Like yeah. it's one thing to memorize something, but you have to know what it means. You have to know where it goes and when to use it. And you have to personalize this information to fit into your own English frame. Like you can't just take someone else's answer or idea and just blindly spit it out, right? Like it has to make sense. (laughs) That's so interesting. Guys, take this advice today. I mean, you know, if you've been doing this, don't worry about it, but change your methods now, right? Correct. Right. right? Just make a to make a change so that you can get to that target score. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> what else? Um, okay. So this was – okay. In part one, I, lo- I love this. I love getting these other examiner perspectives yeah. because it really like highlights – stuff that we've been saying and stuff that you guys have heard us say, but puts another extra layer on it. So he was saying how in part one, gosh, so much of the stuff he just was talking about what annoys him. But like in part one, guys, don't talk forever. Okay. I know we tell you, you can't just have one sentence answer in part one. And we also say, don't stop talking. Right. But guys, like, Get some perspective on that. It's I don't yeah. want you to just babble yeah. or just talk for a long time when you're repeating yourself and you have nothing interesting to say. Like, that's not the point. Talk as long as you can to be giving specific, appropriate information. If you start repeating yourself or you start getting lost, you need to end that answer like right away. Because if you just keep talking every answer forever and forever, it stresses the examiner out because they're really working on controlling the time. Mm -hmm. And so if you're messing with that, it stresses out the examiner. So 
Yeah. Have a balance, right? Some answers yeah. you do have a lot to say. So certainly keep going. Talk, talk, yeah. talk. But it's, you're not going to do that every answer. Yeah. And I also feel like there should be some of this. Some of this should be intuitive. We should be observing the examiner, the look on their face. And totally. To, you know, it's a, it's a social skill that we should, you know, maybe we don't deserve that seven on IELTS if we don't have that skill. It is communication after all. That's right? true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like computer-based, paper-based, you still have to talk to a real person in the speaking exam. And mm. that's true. You need to have a sense of what the examiner is like feeling. If the examiner mm. is staring at the clock and like <laughs> glancing nervously between you and the clock five times, stop talking. Be like, oh, mm. sorry, you can ask me the next question now or whatever. Yeah, we can't just plow through with our eyes closed. And this is the eyes uh, yeah, wide open. Totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, okay, and here was another interesting note. He was said that on the last 15 tests he's given, he thinks he's had the same exact question booklet. Um, now, this is real insider knowledge, guys, like straight from a, like a full-time examiner. Um, IELTS doesn't change the question super often, and they recycle a lot of old questions. Like, I know... I would be getting the same questions in a booklet. It, it said like new questions for 2019 or whatever. And you know what? I saw those same questions four years ago. Like oh, wow. same exact wording, right? Yeah. So the, mm. like don't memorize answers because you don't know exactly what you're going to get. But it is smart to go through sample questions for sure, especially like part one. A lot of those questions are recycled. So definitely do use sample questions online, like do use those to practice. Yeah. And at the same time, understand like what score those sample questions would get. I mean, that's why I really like our mock speaking tests on YouTube that we've done, right? Because yes. we know what the student, our mock speaking test, what that student would get, right? We have actual scores. I mean, our listeners should go over and check that out. What do you think? Yeah, we haven't really talked about that a lot on the podcast. Oh. I talk about it uh, on the YouTube channel a lot. Yes. But yeah, guys, there is an amazing, amazing resource for you. AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash band. Mm -hmm. So you see videos with a real IELTS student doing a mock exam with Lindsay mm -hmm. as the mm -hmm. examiner. Mm -hmm. And then you see my feedback, my scores, mm -hmm. my advice straight from an examiner on what mm -hmm. this student needs to do for speaking. It's so useful. Yeah. So I think that beautiful combination of, of studying sample answers, but then also knowing why those answers would get certain scores. That's the key totally. right there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's all connected to the scores. Yeah. This is all we need to worry about. Uh, scores. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, yeah. And if you want to know your score, guys, if you took the test today, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Lindsay and I have an amazing little IELTS quiz for you. It's so cool. You guys can find out, again, what you would get if you took the test today or tomorrow, and then you can be we can put you down the right path to prepare based on your level. That's what it's yes. all about. Yes. So awesome. Oh, my gosh. So much cool We're stuff out there. throwing yes. out so many resources, guys. Yeah. Uh, come back to the blog, okay? I'm going to list them out for you. Yeah. Uh, come back to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com. This is episode 739. Yes. Very cool. Very cool, Jessica. I'll see you back on this show very soon. <laughs> Sounds good. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.